Hello everyone, it's WDW Happy Hour here. This is Catherine. I'm joined around the table with my fellow podcast members, Matt. Hello. Scott. Greetings. Rob. Hello. And Holly. Hello. We have a fun uh, trip review today um, and we're going to start as we always do with our uh, topping it off. I almost said last call, so (laughs) not our last call, our topping it off where we pick a Disney drink talk about it, kind of do a little quick review of it. And Holly, you're topping it off this week. What do you have for us? We are going to go over to the boardwalk. Mm. A favorite place. (laughs) And I believe we've done this place before. So we're going to go to Joe's Marvelous Margaritas. Yum. Um, I had the Dole Whip Margarita. Dang. (laughs) This is new, right? Yeah. Okay. This is new. And it was a thing of beauty. It refreshing times a million. Yes. <laughs> um, if you love Dole Whip, you love margaritas. Yeah, definitely get this drink. Two worlds colliding into one. It's, it was okay. So it's, oh, it's like frozen. It's, it's, it's frozen. Yeah, it's, so it kind of looks like a pina colada like consistency. It does. Uh-huh. But it yeah. has the Dole Whip flavor. And yep. it even has a cherry on top, like it mm-hmm. were a pina colada. That's really cute. So it so. <laughs> I was like, "Do you have a Do you have a description of what's in it on the car right over here?" And she's like, "I don't. It's just Dole Whip and tequila." tequila. So I actually just Googled it. So <laughs> I'm taking some of your thunder here, but it's actually the drink is technically. So I think you had the bartender's version of it because you got tequila in it, right? Well, she asked me what I wanted in it, and I said to her, "Surprise me." Because this was literally... <laughs> it's just a couple of tequila. This was literally... I just got my wallet back. Oh, Because so I lost my wallet a, and I was a like... drink. I just needed a drink but at that moment. on the menu, it's called a Captain's Seaside Sensation. A Dole Whip Pineapple Smoothie with Captain Morgan Original Spiced Rum. Oh. But I could have swore it tasted like tequila. Oh, and but so yeah. she was like, do you want it to be like a margarita? Yeah. Yeah. Because oh, you probably cool. ordered it. You probably yeah. said margarita. I, I think we thought it was when I ordered all it. That. I said, "Can I please have the Dole Whip margarita?" Well, that's interesting. So. That's good to know. So, like, if you go there, you know they have mm. rum. I would assume if I went there, it would like pretty much only be tequila because it's a margarita place. But so there you go. This is a special order. Yeah. Yeah. Secret mm-hmm. menu item. And for those that don't, Holly. a lot of people don't like tequila. Mm-hmm. So if you want, you know, Fools. rum's a little. I yeah. like I like tequila. Well, the thing is, tequila doesn't bother me. It's it's the other stuff in the margarita that like upsets my stomach. Uh-huh. But like I could do tequila shots all day. I mean, well, no, I could because I'd be dead. <laughs> well, that sounds like a challenge that we're gonna do <laughs> on the pod. No, no, no. I mean, I could do a couple <laughs> shots of tequila and my stomach would be fine. It's like, but a margarita is something else. But that sounds really really good. No, this was really refreshing on a hot, hot, hot Florida day. Yeah, you know, and this no. place, I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. No, I was just going to say that this place is just, um, it's right on the boardwalk. It's just mm-hmm. one of those pop-up kiosks if you were looking for it. You might have passed by it a million times, If, but a lot they of just reopened. They reopened it recently, and they kind of made a big deal about it. So it's nice that they're refreshing and, re- yeah. you know, adding menu items. And Rob tried a new drink, too, but I'm not going to. Don't, yeah, nope. it's going to be gonna a future TIO. Yep. Not going to do it. Um, you know, I was saying to Matt, we, we went on a trip a few weeks ago, we stayed at the Dolphin, and we walked. And my the hardest part of staying at one of those resorts 
is that little hill before you go over the bridge to Epcot. It's always like 800 degrees right there. And I feel like this would really help with that walk and just that like one little stretch of the, three minutes. Where the, you're, bend after the bend after ESPN Club. Right after ESPN Club for that three yeah. minutes. So you're over the uh-huh. bridge. The sliding climb. It is, it is, it always is 100 degrees when I'm making that walk. And I'm like, I'm dying and I'm going into the park. I've, I'm not even leaving the park. You said that. I, I've never thought of that to even Every call it time. A stretch. Every of thinking time. Thinking it I agree as a you. treacherous yeah. part of the journey. So I think I could make the journey with a margarita. I'm again. only laughing because I'm thinking about when the marathon crosses mm-hmm. there and you're at like 24 miles and you're comparing it to coming to from the dolphin like, oh boy, that hill. Yeah. Watch out. Yeah. yeah. Like, you just woke up. Like, yeah. you're fine. You're full of energy. <laughs> just yeah. get one of these like bad boys. Yeah. And then you can just, you don't yeah. have you finish it by the time you get to the International Gateway. There you go. Nice. Nice. But I recommend. Okay. Highly recommend a refreshing new drink. Nice. Nice. All right. Uh, Rob, you got some news for us? Yeah, so speaking, so this is a good segue, right? Because recently you hadn't been able to carry a drink and sip it at the same time. I mean, you could, but you weren't supposed to. But now, effective May 15th, which was last week, face coverings are no longer required. Outdoors at all of the Walt Disney World theme parks. Yay. And there's no specification there for vaccinated versus unvaccinated, that correct? That is correct. Interesting. I don't know if their guidance is to say unvaccinated should still... I, I don't... I didn't see any of that language anywhere. Hmm. But so, like, when you're in queue... Like, when you enter a queue, and the, let's say the queue is outdoor-indoor, the expectation, are they saying... Or, or was this even in the, the written, like, press release that once you go indoors in any capacity... Put a mask on? I don't I don't know. I, I've seen so okay, so let me read to you what it says. So face coverings require upon entering and throughout all attractions, all theaters including theater entrances, all transportation including transportation entrances, all indoor locations, including restaurants, except when actively eating or drinking while stationary. So I wonder how um I wonder how they're enforcing, <clears throat> excuse me, um, like cues that are both outdoor and indoor, and you have the people standing there with the signs. I wonder if they're like, well, that's considered an attraction, even though I you're outdoors. I think it would be. Yeah, I'm thinking of the, the entire queue for the safari is technically outdoors. Right. But it's close quarters. It's, yeah, right. Even though it's open air. I, I would you assume got, You that's... have a structure over you. It's, it could be tight in there a little bit. But um, we're thinking all what we would consider walkways and common areas that are outdoors you're you're good yeah so i've i've seen i've seen instagram posts and things of that nature where it's cast members are asking people to put it on even though you're technically outside so i i think um those outdoor- like cues is yeah. just in general yeah. you're gonna yeah. be wearing which yeah. probably i mean that's that was the first thing i thought of when they announced this like because like smugglers run I'm thinking like that's a there's a large portion of that queue that's outside mm-hmm. but then you go inside are they gonna have someone posted right at that entrance saying like please put your mask on probably easier to say if you're in line just keep your mask on and I think that mm-hmm. the the thing to remember here is that there's gonna be a little gray area there's gonna be some discretion there's gonna be a little bit of a lack of uniformity of them enforcing this even cast member to cast member so I would just say even if in your mind, you're thinking like, well, I'm outside, like, 
Just if they ask you to put it on, are you just, really giving people advice? Like, yeah, duh. They're yeah, gonna but do I mean, that. there's going to be I, a lot of people that are just like, "Well, I'm outside," and like, it's just you know, it's a good reminder to just like be chill, be chill, yeah, be about chill, it. just well, be chill. Well, they ha- right because they <laughs> could have just sided on the the fact of we don't want to deal with the craziness and people trying to you know go right next to the line of what shouldn't shouldn't be done right so yeah if, if a cast member is asking and just that's a no-brainer just do it so, I mean, so they, we, we can continue to at least well, yeah the important thing to remember is that they, they do have the right to throw you off property for pretty much any reason that they want to i will i will tell you this and i this was not going to be part of our trip review but this is just like an interesting anecdotal kind of thing that happened we went on uh toy story midway mania it's not called that anymore. It's Mania. Mania. We just went on Mania. Um, there was a girl, a younger girl, probably about like 18, who had it on her mask. And this is really great visual for a podcast. And she kind of had it like up on her chin, mm-hmm. the bottom part. And the cast member at the entrance of the ride said, that needs to be down below your chin. And she said, okay. And she pulled it down below her chin. And then she put it back up as soon as she got into the queue. And the cast member said, no, no, you don't get to just do that because she told you to and then you're going to put it back the way you did. And like she was like kind of snarky to this girl and like she was like, oh, okay." And we happened we were with our friend who's a a cast member and he said, if she gets caught again, she will be she he used a word I never heard before. And I don't want to say because I don't know what it but I I said, what does that mean? You're never allowed back on Disney property if you get caught with a mask violation and they tell you like several warnings that is enough to never be allowed back in the parks so that is like a serious offense that if your cast members are telling you to do something and you're ignoring it like you should listen to them because (laughs) it's enough for you well not just because of the well Well, right just because you should and two because the risk is Pretty they, great. They take it very seriously. So just that's up there a with little, climbing the pyramid. Yeah, really. Right there. <laughs> Either, don't I have mean, your if mask you're gonna, over your chin. If you're gonna lose your Disney privileges, you may as well do something cool. But what if you do it but you're mask. fully masked? <laughs> <laughs> well, they'll cut you some slack. Right so, now. all right. Sorry, Rob. No, it's all right. And just along that line, the more COVID restrictions being removed or changes, uh, temperature checks have been phased out. I don't know if we talked about that. We did it. That was that happened while we were while Matt and I were down there. Okay. And uh, they said that they were going to do it immediately the next day, although we still had temperature checks that next day. Yeah. So we we, we, we had were temperature like right checks the for the t- entirety of our our stay. And like, I think the next day they were gone after yeah. we left. Yeah. Which was always kind of silly. I feel like at the beginning, though, when you didn't know, like, back last July, like, I think that was, like, a safety precaution that probably everybody felt like, okay, well, they checked my temperature. I'm not running a fever going into a park where, you know, that's a symptom. So Obviously, not everyone who has a fever has COVID, and not everyone who has COVID has a fever, so it becomes Here's here's a question for you, though, and I I know my answer is, do you think you've ever been in a park with a fever before? No. A low, say, a low grade fever? I would say 100% I have. <laughs> when? Um, there was one year where I had, like, I don't know if it was flu or cold or something yeah. like that. And I'm pretty sure I just pushed through it. I don't know. I mean, maybe. Maybe, like, a low grade fever. It's hard to tell, especially with the heat. 
sometimes. Yeah, it's when true. you're like, oh, I was drinking just all like night. Really and I'm, you're and it's fine. And I'm now, now I'm wearing my sunglasses, just trying to yeah, keep like, out I the mean, day. Maybe. I mean, I don't, I don't want to rule it out. I think I have. Well, there you go. <laughs> um, also, along with the boardwalk, yes. I could I could have transitioned to this story as well. But uh, I thought that's where you were going. <laughs> me too. Oh yeah, no, no, no! I I keeping me, <laughs> keeping me so on my toes. Um, so we know Ample Hills closed last year, and it, that space has been vacant. In its place, we now have Boardwalk Ice Cream. Um, it, it, it's Disney operated. Uh, it just reopened. I, there was no like. No, like it was like they put the sign on. Yeah. It was like, and it's open today. You know what's <laughs> like, interesting about it is. When we, so we were staying, um, at the Swan Dolphin Resort and, um, we, pa- anytime we passed it, I was like, I was like, it's so insulting that they, cause I love Ample Hills, that they still have all of the, like, um, like on the outside wall, they have all the ice cream stuff like, mmm, delicious. And like a picture of an ice cream cone. I'm like, it's just like taunting me cause that place isn't open. And it's funny that they were that that probably was in the works of being like, well, we'll just keep all the ice cream crap out there mm-hmm. and then we can just slap a new sign on it. Bingo, bango, we got an ice cream place. <laughs> I haven't, what's funny is, yeah, that this opened just with like no frills. Like, yeah, it's open now. Yeah. And I haven't seen anything about like, the menu items or it's very similar to beaches and cream it's like a light like beaches and cream light <clears throat> like it's like you get all the different flavors there are like a few sundays to choose from yeah this is not um this is not ample, ample hill no they, it's not like 18 20 flavors right. it's and like cool six. cool new flavors on rotation it's like scarce hills so they have a so <laughs> They have vanilla, cookies and cream, rainbow sherbet, chocolate, butter pecan, butter pecan, whatever, coffee, strawberry, uh, mint chocolate chip, and chocolate vanilla swirl. Mm. Then they have a bunch of different sundaes, but but again, nothing. It's a very bare bones selection of of flavors. Yeah. Scott and I were talking about this today, and you know how, or today, earlier this week when we saw this open. And, like, I really liked how Ample Hills had the rights to Star Wars ice cream. Like, they had the dark side and the light side with, like, the cookies. It'd be cool. Why doesn't Disney just do that? Like, that would make me go there. Like, if they had, like, a, you know... Yoda uh, ice cream. Yoda ice cream. Or it doesn't even have to be <laughs> Star Wars. Like a, like, a Mickey and Minnie mix flavor where, like, I would be more likely to check them out if they had, like, special things. Which I guess, like, the kitchen sink is a reason to go to Beaches and Cream. But I think they should do this. And I'm glad this happened because this is a great spot, like, after a part. I I love it. Ice and I'm cream sure is different on a vacation. The people at Beaches and Cream are probably happy because it'll... Oh, oh yeah. they're always swamped. So, it's not like so they're, swamped. But hopefully you would think that that would kind of um, relieve some of that line. Oh, oh yeah, <clears throat> totally. Because we were about to... Well, well, we'll talk about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll talk about that. <laughs> yeah. Um, awesome. Well, that's exciting. Yes. And lastly, um, the Magic Kingdom, there was speculation what would happen to the Halloween party. So Disney announced <laughs> it was halfway to Halloween uh, a couple weeks ago. I guess May, May 7th, May perhaps. That was an incredibly annoying um, public relations push on all of their social media, I thought. <laughs> yes. So we have <laughs> yes. D- D- yes. Disney After Hours Boo Bash. Coming to the Magic Kingdom in place of 
uh, Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party. So, Rob. Yes. D- d- dear friend, please, <sighs> please uh, hit us with the main differences of the Not So Scary and the Boobash. Okay, so the biggest. Oh, I never even saw some of these details. Um, it looks. They didn't have. So they have pricing now. Um, oh. No, I'm sorry. I'm, it says we don't have pricing yet, although when Disney After Hours events were happening, they were $129 for advanced tickets and 139 day of. Um, they're saying it's going to happen select nights August 10th through October 31st from 9 to midnight. So three hours versus you used to be able to go in at 4.30. Yeah. Okay. So, so less hours. That's one um, difference. Okay. So what is it? What is it saying? It says it'll include Halloween-themed uh, cavalcades, character sightings throughout the park, special performances by the Cadaver Dance, decor, lighting, music, treat stops with plenty of candy and more. Ooh, decor. Decor, lighting. It says Disney has said that more details will be announced later. Which does leave the the open the door um, open for a possibility, albeit remote, of fireworks and more entertainment. Shane and sisters. And then there's Shane and sisters. Yeah, none of that. They got to no, promote that movie. Yeah, that was my that was the reason to go. No yeah. good to you. Yeah. No hollow wishes. I, I feel like they're kind of leaving the door open. I feel I feel like they're being purposely vague to say like. Come October, if like things are a lot better, I could see them saying the cavalcade is the boot to you parade and that they're adding fireworks. I think that this right now is just, I don't think that's why they're, I say, not releasing prices right now too. It's like if they can end up adding fireworks and a, par- a parade, people might pay way more for it because there haven't been fireworks and parades. So, And we know there's been harmonious testing. Mm-hmm. So we know... <laughs> I don't know why that was funny. But. Oh, Holly hates the, the giant uh. ring. Yo, is you know, and this is semi-related, and I guess this could have waited till last call, but it's it's too good of a segue. They just, I guess, officially announced Hocus Pocus two, which, to my understanding, I thought that was like officially announced like a year ago. I thought so too. Yeah, I thought so. And then they were like, "It's official, Hocus Pocus." I'm like, "Didn't we already know that?" And it's like. And it and it's premiering on Disney Plus in fall twenty twenty two. Yeah, I thought that was in the um, Disney Plus panel. It wasn't, but it was always rumored, and I feel like it, hmm. it always come up, come up. It always came up around Halloween that like, you know, like people would ask them in interviews like, "Would you reprise your role?" And they'd all be like, "Yeah." So everyone was like, "Oh, they're gonna do it," because they all three said yes. Yeah, I don't. I I don't know why. I think the collective consciousness was that <laughs> this we already knew this but well yeah. then they'll definitely have those three at the boobash or the oh at least at least year. for a, at least for a uh maybe they'll do it as a character meet and yeah. greet which would be neat i guess the boobash the boobash <laughs> that's like jingle bell jingle bam what's jingle bell, jingle bam jingle bell jingle bam or boobash because it sounds like so is this like the end of mickey's not so scary <laughs> oh that's a great question Oh, wow, that is a great question. I hope not. That makes me really sad. <laughs> yeah, that is. What They didn't really do anything for Christmas this year, right? There were no, no nothing, special... nothing. Okay. Well, I think that would all, that will also be a, um indicator to see what they come up with with Christmas to see if it's 
they try to do the Christmas party. So what a liter uh, a liter what, what's the holiday? Word? No, uh, alliterative. Alliterative phrase are they gonna come up for the Christmas party? Jingle uh, bash. Uh, nope, doesn't no. work. Jingle, Jingle jam. Bell. No, yeah. no, alliterative. Two letters. Two uh, letters. Or we the, could say Mary, the Mary, the Mary Mixer. Mary Mousemas. Mary Mousemas. And they do call it the Christmas party, That's pretty right? lame. That sounds like holiday, something they do. The, the holiday, the no, jolly holiday. The jolly Mary jingle, Mary. the jolly jingle jam. Come oh. on. Jolly jingle jam. <laughs> All right. We'll say <laughs> that. Say that ten times. Yeah. Back. Jolly jingle Boobash. jam. Boobash. Boobash with the jolly jingle jam. Boobash. Boobash. <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. Oh, well, see you later. Good news. Um, good news, good news. And I just have to say this. This is, like, very minuscule story. But I can't believe Disney still tries to do this. So there was an accident, a minor accident, where a truck hit one of the the beams for the monorail uh, just outside. In be- the stretch in between the Contemporary and the Magic Kingdom station, uh-huh. the express line. So they had to shut it down. I guess people couldn't go under it, walk from the contemporary because it was Safety. along that stretch. They were telling folks it was routine maintenance. <laughs> and it's like, do you not realize you have dozens of people that are reporting on these things and people follow like all these sites and things? Like, yeah. why, why are they why still lie? trying to, to <laughs> give this... Yeah, that's weird. That's 1970s uh, corporate. Weird. I really hate that because I think that um, in fostering goodwill among like your shareholders and customers, I think that like open lines of communication and honesty go a long way. And it's just like if if it's like well, if you're like lying to us about this little thing, then what else are you lying to us about? (laughs) Yeah, you know. Yep. I I just wanted to. That's a yeah, great point. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess anything's routine maintenance, uh, yeah. but yeah, but it's a routine. <laughs> Not really. No, because routine implies that <laughs> yeah, this right. happens on a schedule. Yeah, well, we they crash that truck. Every 40 years, we do like to crash <laughs> Deliberately. the truck. Yeah, yeah. Roots, routinely. We were just testing the, uh, <laughs> the integrity. <laughs> yeah, routinely, we like to crash a truck into uh, the side of this. <laughs> oh, my. That's it. That's it for news? Uh, All right. Um, so Matt and I are going to talk a little bit about a trip we took a few weeks ago, anything uh, new and exciting. And I'm just, we're going to kind of go in chronological order. All right. Um, but number one, if you're looking for flower and garden recommendations, this is not your podcast. Um, please listen to the trip review that Holly and Rob did because they did a really good job covering everything. We epically failed at trying a lot of, uh, flower and garden items um i loved the hibiscus lemonade that holly recommended Ooh, it was there yeah it was Sweet. still there good um same kiosk as the beer that rob did for the topping it off the watermelon mint I, that didn't hit me like the first taste i was like Ugh! and then this was I, inside the yeah, um, world, show place. world show place um definitely better after a few sips if you're asking me which of the three kiosks this was and by name oh it's the it's furthest one, of them. one yeah it's the furthest Farmer's feast <laughs> yeah yeah yes. sure i believe yes i mean like it, it, just go to the three of them they're next to each other it's <laughs> that one of them you'll figure it out we did um we did the short rib in japan that holly and rob talked about that was excellent amazing fell too. right off the bone amazing you didn't need a knife for that right. that was so good uh the harmonious barge is awful <laughs> <laughs> echoing that 
sentiment again. It it's an is eyesore. awful. It blocks Spaceship Earth from yeah. International Gateway. So like, we for, we've it. talked about this, but for context, Harmonious is going to be replacing Illuminations. Um, and if you remember, if you've been there for Illuminations, there was a movable barge that the um, spinning globe uh, sat upon. And when it was time for Illuminations, it would float out to the middle of the water and then it could be kind of retracted to be out of sight. Um, with Harmonious, it is a far more gigantic barge display and it is it it really does kind of for me me and not everyone feels that way it really does take away especially during the day it is just so omnipresent like in every eye line like wherever you're looking uh around the um world showcase pavilion it's just like it's huge it's, it's an it's, eyesore it's, yeah it's just a i would like to hear somebody who is a proponent of that it's funny because we were with someone who was okay. a proponent of that notoriously positive person um, notoriously positive <laughs> i know who you mean so yes um, he said that they're going to be adding fountains to it and so it's going to be more of like like a water feature instead of just the barge but even still it's unless they have to add some like wraps or colors around it because it mm-hmm. is it's some blended black blue. i mean it's it just looks, so it's so dark yeah and it's big. it's starkly industrial <laughs> if that's the case then I may have a change of heart with it. Yes, maybe. Um, I did watch a video out there. They were testing some type of the feature, the water the feature. Spider Man. It's like it, the villain it, it from meant, Spider Man. Doc, Doc, Doc. Doc, is it right? Doc, yeah, Doc, 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 Doc Octopus. Yeah, yeah. You know what? That's, that's a, what it kind that's of what it does look like. <laughs> yeah. it looks like Alfred Molina just hanging out in the middle of the water. Yeah. Throwing yeah. They move around. fast. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Shockingly fast. Yeah. Oh, it's I, not I like, didn't. It's not. Okay. It's it's this ain't your grandma's barge. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know that common phrase. <laughs> hey, everyone says that. I could have a change of heart with it, but yeah. Um, right now we uh, and the person who is notoriously positive is a <laughs> cast member, so they do have a vested interest in the Disney Corporation, but they also, <clears throat> you know, uh, I, I don't know. I, I wouldn't say that um, he wouldn't look at it from a discerning. Eye. There's not He's much like, he doesn't like, though. So. Yeah, but he can be critical. Okay. All right, so um, we went to uh, Epcot first thing to do this, and it was so hot. It was so, so hot. <laughs> I am so happy they lifted the mask mandate for outside in Disney World because it was oppressive. You know what's so funny is this is, like, our first day, and I I think that, like, the walk there for the first... You're, I'm so stupid because, like, the first five to ten minutes I'm walking there, I'm like, this isn't so bad. But, I, but Catherine's like, you've been outside for... 10 minutes tops like maybe <laughs> wait till you're in the heat for an hour before you make this i'm like oh it didn't God. even take to the hour mark we got, like, this we got to depressing. japan we walked right to japan and as soon as we were in japan you know how they have those concrete benches mm-hmm. by the that kiosk we sat down that bench was 125 degrees i sat down i was wearing shorts you could hear my thighs sizzle <laughs> and- i was like something smells good <laughs> It's not a short Yeah, it falls right off the bone. Um, and I That's was human thigh. And I was like, we have oh to go my. inside. We have to go inside. There was no there it was horrible. So then we sat in the world show place. That is the best 
secret. Go in there if it's hot. You can. Yeah. There's seating in the back that you can just grab a table. We sat there for probably an hour and a half just watching the pianist and. Then we were like, well, let's just go. We had uh, dining reservations at Yak and Yeti that night. Um, so let's go over to Animal Kingdom. We'll get on the bus. So we took the bus from Epcot to AK. And our we had quite a bit of time before our dining reservation. So I said, yeah, okay. Good. It's a decent amount of time. <laughs> so uh, I'll, I'll start off the night at Animal Kingdom and you can finish off the night, okay? So sure will. the two things I really wanted to do was get a Jen's tattoo and get on Flight of Passage. Flight of Passage only read 45 minutes. So I said, great. So you had three things on your um, itinerary for uh, Animal Kingdom. Just a gents tattoo, ride Flight of Passage, and eat at Yak and Yeti. In that order. Of importance. Of and importance, of, And yes. of uh, time. Okay? Yes. Uh-huh. Cool. So we got to Nomad Lounge, and there was a little line outside, and the woman was like, oh, do you want a table? And we were like, no, we just want to go to the bar. The guy at the bar, they only let one takeout at a time there's that one space kind of the far right of the bar and there was a guy there who was i guess ordering every drink they had because he was there for 25 minutes so we waited in line at nomad lounge for 25 minutes for us to get a jen's tattoo and a coke and i was like okay well we get into flight of passage be able to drink this there it'll be perfect so we get to the entrance of flight of passage and they say you cannot come into the line with your drink and I was like, since when? And they look at me and they, the, the, the cast member was like, oh, she's not that now. And she was you like. You claimed that they were indignant. Yeah, and they, they were. Both, they, they were both very nice. No, no. The one, the one was rude. No, and she goes, what, no, since we no. reopened, July. And I said, okay, uh, well, it wasn't always like this. So, but then she knows she copped an attitude with me. So I sat by the dump, the dumpster and chugged my Jen's tattoo in three minutes, like sucking it down through a straw and she watched me. Chug it. And I was like, but if I suck down my Pepsi, I'm going to have the burps. (laughs) It was a Coke. They do Coke products. (laughs) I'm going to be gassy. So I did it anyway. You know, adding this time of the Nomad Lounge and the having to chug our our drinks outside the ride, there were a little extra time that we hadn't budgeted for. So at this point, we were clearly going to be 15 minutes late at the very least for our Yak and Yeti And it should be said that our reservation was at what time? 6.30. Park closes at 7. The park closes at 7, right. And I was like, so this is one of the last reservations of the night. And I said, and I was like, if we're, I was like, at this point, like 15 minutes is that window. I'm like, but after that, it's not a gimme. And Catherine contested that. She's like, yeah, but when have you ever been turned away? And I'm like, yeah, but we're going to be past the 15 minutes. And, and, you know, like, this is not, and it's the end of the night. Like, this is not a, and she's like, we'll be fine. We'll be fine. So we got on flight of passage and it was great. And uh, I told that I would allow him to tell this story. So what time do we? So our our um our reservation was at six thirty. What time would you say that we exited Flight of Passage? Six forty one. No way. It was it was six fifty. But when we exited, I think we got there at six fifty. We got there. We got to. 
This is great podcasting, man. I'm sure everyone wants this <laughs> so we... couple divorce on a podcast. <laughs> so we um, escalated quickly. So the whole time we're in the line, too, I'm just like looking at my watch, and she's like, Stop looking at your watch. It's going to be fine. I'm looking at my watch. I'm like, oh, It's getting nice. So we like book it over to Yak and Yeti, and I get to the front, and no one is at the host no stand. No host stand. Which is bad sign. And I'm standing there, and I'm like, Ah, uh, okay. So eventually a server comes over. He's like, How, can I help you? And I was like, yeah, I'm sorry. We're really late. Um, we had a 630 appointment. And he's like, yeah, um, yeah, we're the, the hosts are gone. Um, and we do not seat anyone once the hosts have been relieved. So, so the computers are down for that. So you're, you're out of luck. And I was like, okay. And so, and I was like, mm. <laughs> well, we have to do dinner. So that's not what you said to me. <laughs> listen, <laughs> so we had to scramble, and this is when we turned this into a learning experience. I'd you know say. what? I would say we did a little alchemy, and we spun some lead into gold. Did we? That none of that makes any yeah. sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Rumpelstiltskin. Oh. You just combined alchemy with Rumpelstiltskin. No, no, no. That's what an alchemist does, right? They they, turn... they make lead into gold. They don't spin it. Sorry, they turned lead into gold. I just Jesus. okay. Uh, anyway, so we had to scramble for uh, reservation. Now at this point, we had been at Epcot, so you have to understand our energy level at this point. We were at Epcot in the blazing sun for hours, walking around. We'd been walking around Animal Kingdom. And then, and I was planning a big dinner uh, yeah, that he, night, we were, so I was we like, so I'm not going to eat too much food. during the day because, you so know. So here you're both halting. Yeah, we're, we're halting. So I'm looking at the app, and at this point, to look for a dinner reservation at 7 p.m. on a Friday, a Wednesday oh, night. A Wednesday, sorry. Jesus, he wasn't on the trip with me, I guess. Yeah. It, it's There were very limited options. Like, it's yeah. the same thing, you know, Paradiso comes up, um... Yeah, El, El Molino did come up, so we we snagged an El Molino reservation, but then we were like, no, that's like too heavy. It's hot, you yeah. know. So we went for the the Ace, which is kimonos. Mm. No reservation needed. Great food. Great service. It was great Walk service. In. Walked in, no issue, no wait. Excellent, excellent idea. Never had a bad, uh, never had a bad meal. Never had a bad time at kimonos. Yeah, really, really good. Um, so after that, we were like, we are dying for ice cream. And this is when the boardwalk ice cream place really would have been in handy. So we were like, well, let's go wait it out. I'm happy it wasn't because I never would have ended up at this place. Right. So we were like, let's go wait at Beaches and Cream, no matter how long the line is. Now, the last trip we went on, we went over to Beaches and Cream. It was probably like a three hour line. It was insane. It was back to the like beginning of the is beach club. Like, uh, to get to go? the beach club. No, I know. Yeah, no, they I have know, they I have know. a window. Oh, okay. This is okay. just to get take away ice, ice cream, cream at okay. a window outside. Yeah, not to sit down at Beaches and Cream. So, like, what a commitment! And I thought, oh my gosh, no. What we're gonna do is we're gonna go into Epcot and we're gonna go into France and we're gonna go to that ice cream place and they have something. Did you guys know this existed? Uh-huh. I didn't know it existed until this trip. And Holly's it's been, been there before because she there. got the martini, you the can... ice cream martini. Yeah, you and, can get like an alcohol. Yes, and they had like the um, pinnacle whipped vodka that they must put Has in Has this that. like always yes, been always there? Always been there. Always, but we never go there because it's always a festival. 
So they have what's it a called? Artisan de, de glass. De glass. Glance. Um, Glances. They have a ice cream sandwich that they make in a brioche bun. Yeah, they and take a brioche bun, cut it in half, and then they have like a waffle, you know, like a Belgian like waffle maker in a, press. that it seals the edges. It's almost like an uncrustable with a brioche <laughs> and ice cream. It's like an ice cream French <laughs> uncrustable. Le uncrustable. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh my God. This is going to be something I get every trip. I mean, it was amazing. Quite a line. The line went kind of near like the outdoor seating of the Chef's de France. So like we waited for a solid 20... 20- 20 minutes. And it's I would say not the, the ice cream flavor options are like the anti-boardwalk ice cream because they have a lot of interesting options. Um, yeah, they had a, they had like an apple caramel. Is that that's what, what I got? Salted it was, caramel apple. Oh. It's like little, and there's like little pieces of like apple, like chunks in there. I got white chocolate coconut, which is like my holy grail of flavors. Like I love all of those <laughs> things. They had great great flavors and the and so any of the flavors you can get in a cup or a cone or any of the flavors you can choose to get in this brioche bun or ice a martini sandwich. or a frozen martini yeah you've got a it's, lot of options it's interesting that you brought this to my attention this week because i happened to be browsing instagram sometime over this weekend and i saw somebody who was suggesting they had gotten two of the caramel chocolate cookies over in germany and brought them to france and then put the coconut chocolate ice cream in between baby <laughs> and it looked delicious they closed interventions but where where they closed the door someone, someone opens, opens a window, a window. <laughs> um yeah so, how much is this concoction do you yeah, remember it's nine dollars i want to say Let's yeah see. around there yeah i want to say it was That's nine bucks typical is dessert. it sloppy or no because because they seal it when you bite into it like it's pretty much and they have like, it wrapped in like a uh, like, like one of those like uh, newspaper newspaper things. So as long as you and you should keep it, like you should eat it with the paper. Yeah, you get it like in a little thing mm-hmm. so it like holds the. I'm definitely getting this. It's, yeah, it it's was so good. It was amazing. It's a must do, must do. It was so good. It you is get filling. the warmth of the brioche with the cold of the ice cream. I love mm-hmm. that like mix. It was so. Good. We probably should have like I was feeling very full after it. I know he was like, let's split one, and then we get in there, we're like, we're each getting our own. And then we're like, we should, and then we see them, we're like, we should have split this. No, I never said that for the record. I was, I was happy. That's that I clearly got my a mat. Yeah. Sentiment. <laughs> and after we did that, so we, much ice cream. <laughs> we um we ended up checking out the new bathrooms in like the yeah. Ratatouille section, and really nice, very much mm-hmm. like the Norway bathroom. So nice upgrade there, Disney. Um, say magnifique. Don't say, have to wait for that single. Oh one. my gosh, what a mess for one I of the busiest pavilion. When you described the sandwich, I thought you were it was back there. You no, were no, no, it's, it's the, the ice cream yeah. place when you're going in the back of the pavilion yep. to, on the left. Yeah. Um, we ate lunch at Kona. Good, just consistent, really good. Um, the next evening we had reservations at Enzo's Hideaway again, mm-hmm. really good. We stopped at the Polite Pig and got some drinks there, which were really delicious. I'm sure we'll talk about them in a little more detail. Yeah, we just got, we just got beer flights, right? Yeah, but they was good. Yeah, and we got like a nice outdoor table. It was... Yeah, that's a spot that like I never think to. You go. didn't eat anything there. We didn't eat anything. No. no, but it was a it was a nice a nice place to go if you're looking for somewhere yeah. in Disney Springs. We got a we got like a nice high top that was like right outside of that outdoor bar. Hmm. And then we did the Coke Lounge after, which again we'll probably talk about with more top and offs. Um, 
the next day we had Hollywood Studios. We did not get Rise of the Resistance passes at 7 a.m. or 1 p.m. This was a Friday, so... And we were on it. Like We were yeah, on it. Two seconds, they're out. Yeah. I, I couldn't believe it. And, and I... I I believed you guys when you said that you had this experience when you went, and I was like, no, I'm special. I'm going to make this happen. <laughs> we, and are. we are. Not, yeah, spoiler alert, not, I'm not. So, yeah. yeah. It was within three or four seconds. I mean, it's, it's really, yeah. it, it truly does seem like a, a luck of the draw thing. I mean, I was doing, and I, I'd go like all in, like I'm on Wi-Fi, I'm doing a speed test to make sure that I'm in like, <laughs> I'm like, well, do I want this or do I want 5G? What's most advantageous? Like I'm looking at my watch to get right in as soon as it turns seven and no, no dice. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Um, not, not a super productive day as far as getting on rise. Um, we got to Hollywood Studios. We were with our friend who is a cast member who has been blacked out from Hollywood Studios for over a year. So we did a very like touristy day where we just wanted to do everything. So we did Mickey and Minnie. So good. So great. We did uh, Smuggler's Run. And he very casually was like, let's see if we can get into the cantina. And I was like, you're insane. We're like, do you, like, work here? Do you not know That's how this like works? That's like the most adorable yeah, thing. I know. Like, I was like, oh, oh let's you just want the cantina. Um, so... He did go up and ask the hostess, and she was like, well, you know, there is, there's a QR code that you can be added to, like, the will call list. So there's a QR code at the entrance that you can scan that actually is different from, like, the loading reservations, like, part of the Disney app. So if you really want to go, like, that is, we just kept refreshing it to see if anything popped up. It didn't. We did it, like consistently that's not a standby line or anything no, it's, no okay and i think they used to have that but i think with the um like restrictions that it's just like yeah. so impossible to get in there although i will say just a regular note that use the app for dining we saw so much pop up we saw i saw be our guest pop up i saw cinderella pop up like there were a lot of good reservations so don't think just because you haven't like you're screwed you know if you just have like a smaller party. Like, yeah, especially if you're checking less. throughout the day. There, yeah. There's a lot of, uh, of I think it, fluidity. It, that's probably a situation where because of all of the restrictions and things like that, you do have people who are canceling things. Exactly. And, yeah. We saw a lot pop up like right around 11 a.m. because that's like when the lunch hour starts. And so it was probably people from the day who had them that like canceled. I yeah. don't know how it works, but it was, it was nice. Like we got... Um, that day, our friend wanted to get a Ronto wrap, so we went to and got a Ronto wrap. I forgot how enjoyable those were. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I definitely got one in Disneyland. In Disneyland, went around the time that we that had first get opened. We one, did we? Just last trip. Last trip. We didn't even go into Galaxy's Edge. Yeah, we spent a lot of time there. Uh, we had lunch reservations at Brown Derby, and really, what I wanted to do was be there for the one o'clock hour to refresh um, the Rise of the Resistance passes and be in air conditioning because we were suspecting that that day would be hot um great great experience i freaking love brown derby i really do that has become that has risen up the ranks as one of my favorites um we got our friend got um, an appetizer that i think was recently added it's um it's scallops and uh the wing it's like a short rib and a short rib um and that's an appetizer and we got a lot of good drinks so that was always a plus plus at brown derby i got a salmon that was uh banging no you didn't we split a salad 
Oh, right. What am I thinking? <laughs> Jeez, what no. trip did you go on? <laughs> it was Sunday night at 10 p.m. I had a salmon. No, oh, yeah, we no got a cop salad. Yeah, we, we, split, salad. we split the cop salad. Where did I get a salmon? Uh, I think you got that at Enzo's, yeah. Yeah, that's it. I got yeah. a salmon, mm-hmm. salmon at Enzo's. Uh-huh. Um, I knew I got a salmon that was really good at some point on this trip. And we were looking just like on the app to see what was available. And <laughs> in the former... Drew Carey Theater over in Echo Lake. They're they're playing a uh, Minnie and Mickey vacation fun fun short. Oh, it's adorable. It's called the Mickey Short Theater. You have to do this. It is so funny. It is so cute. It is so good. And the cutest thing about it is they're showing a short animated film, and all of the chairs are Mickey's shorts. Yeah. Like they look Get like it. Mickey's shorts yeah. that he wears on his <laughs> Mickey like short um, theater. Um, yeah, it was it was so cute. <laughs> highly, highly, highly recommend. Would definitely go back and do that again. It's the new it's the new animation style um, of uh, which I like. I know a lot of people aren't a huge fan of it, but it's the same animation style that they've mirrored in Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Yeah, and it's yeah, it's really good. It's adorable. Really, really good. Um, then we got on the Skyliner and we just kind of did a loop and went back to Epcot, had a few things. We had the Frosé and then we had dinner that evening at Morimoto. So good. So you want to talk about that? Yeah, Morimoto is excellent. And, and by this point, we were both really tired. I think that, you know, we were, we were just kind of exhausted. and No naps on this mm-hmm. No day. naps on this day. It was a really long day. Yeah, that day. was a no-nap day. And um, Ooh, I think no we're, we were both just like, we really need a second wind, third wind. And Morimoto just brought me back to life. I mean, it was it was incredible. Yeah. So we had gotten some appetizers, correct? Yeah, we, we did the, the Morimoto way where you just get a bunch of stuff and you split it. So we got like a California roll. We got the ribs. We got the gyoza. We got... The those ribs, those ribs got, are unreal. We got something else too, but it was like oh, orange. Oh, chicken. I got orange chicken, oh, which was the incredible. orange chicken was good, and so was um, there was an appetizer that was just like tempura shrimp, and it kind of reminded me of like bang bang shrimp almost, and you dip it in the sauce, <laughs> and that could oh, it was oh, bang so, bang into my mouth. Um, yeah, it was it <laughs> was really you. good. Um, it was just <clears throat> amazing experience all all over and then the other thing that we did that was really noteworthy and really the other like the big new thing we did is before we went to um lunch at more or dinner at morimoto this is such a uh life hack too if you but go into it okay of of how we did this right so we were with our friend who's a cast member and he was like and the next day was mother's day and he was like this is prior to are going into more so he was like let's put our name in for the gideon's bakehouse because you could see there was a line it's it's positioned right behind morimoto so like if you're at that entrance to like the forbidden lounge on the side of morimoto the line goes right that way along that building um so we put our name in with the waitress at the front of you go up to the entrance of gideon's and they'll tell you if it's full though like because the virtual queue can be full um, so she put us our name in line. She says it's going to be about 130 minutes. And this was before dinner. And we were like, okay. So we... Well, we'll have a leisurely yeah. dinner at Morimoto. So, and- so the line that's forming there is so, for people that got called back? Right. Correct. So that's the callback line. Okay. And that'll take about 15 or 20 minutes to get through after you get your text. 
So we had a nice dinner at Morimoto and we we came out and we were just like kind of standing at Raglan Road and we're like, what are, we don't want to leave. We were tired and we were like, do we just leave? Because it was like maybe at this point, if we were going by that 130 minutes, we probably had like 30, 35 yeah. minutes left. And we were like, do we want to loiter around for 35 <laughs> minutes? So we what were if it's like, after? what do we do? And our friend was like, well, we, let's go over to the co-op. There's always stuff to see at co-op or World of Disney. So we walk, we started walking over there. We did not get past Raglan Rhodes building mm-hmm. and we got the text yeah, to return. 10 paces and we got the text. And we're like, well, that's fortuitous. Yeah. So then you go, there's a guy with an iPad, like at the end of that line, he checks your name and then you get in that line and you wait about, you know, 10, 15 minutes. And they only allow like three parties in Gideon's. It's tiny. It's tiny. Um, Gideon's, first of all, it's so cool. If you haven't seen the pictures, it's very like Victorian horror gothic. It's, it's maca- yeah, yeah it's gothic. gothic horror it's yeah. macabre in there dark it's in there right very dark very cold it kind of cool. looks like like the bookcases kind of look like Harry Potter almost like and I like that they hired all like goth looking yeah like the all the people that work there like kind of fit that mold of like like dark like the one the lady who took our number she had like had a Wednesday a Adams giant Wednesday tattoo. Adams tattoo she's like I'm living this I'm living that Gideon's life so <laughs> as we were waiting in line and they, it's cookies it's all it's giant, all cookies giant Their whole menu is cookies. gourmet cookies um and the lady a lady came out of the building and it was 7 30 when we were in line and she goes just so everybody knows it is hot cookie hour we only do it for <laughs> one hour per day but from 7 to 8, at the end of the night, there's a special that you can get a hot chocolate chip cookie with a scoop of vanilla ice cream on it. Uh. And so Matt and I had already like decided like, what we wanted. And I was like, we're here for hot cookie hour. We got to do it. But it's hot cookie hour. So, which we didn't know existed. Until we were like, that well, moment. we got to take advantage of hot cookie hour. So we ended up. I was like, well, let's just get that and we'll split that now. And then we can take the two two cookies like back to Pennsylvania with us. And I was like, ah, oh, but they're, they might not travel well, but... They traveled wonderfully. The hot cookie was... I mean, these <laughs> cookies are like cookie two hour. inches deep. They're huge. The um, hot cookie sundae was $10. And then the cookies themselves were $6. And... I couldn't have eaten one by myself. Like, they are giant, no. giant cookies. That was incredible. Amazing. And, and oh, what, I got amazing. a pistachio something. Pistachio. Oh, yeah. It was pistachio, pistachio toffee. Toffee yeah. cookie. Yo. I got cookies Yo. and cream. It was so good. I think I would get that one. It was it's so, so good. so good. Yeah. And, and yeah, they traveled very well. I had like a little, I have like a little purse. It's like wicker and they fit perfectly the two of them and i just close it and so it was like hard on the outside so they didn't get damaged at all and so i brought they were it up. preserved they were perfect like cookie consistency even like 24 36 hours later yeah tried it 24 hours later brought it over to my friend who lives next door and she said this is the best thing i've ever tasted <laughs> the cookies and this is funny did they talk anything about this about the building's history no is there a, is there a full oh, story boy, about it yeah, it says, so this is talking about, it says, a building's history. There appears to be a deep and complicated history of the building we inhabited at our Disney Springs location. We've managed to uncover some interesting information about the original owner of our vintage space, seen here in a photo, that was found during the, in the walls during construction. And mm. it feels like he is unveiling more to us as we rebuild what once was. Care to know more? Visit our new location and ask us what we've learned. More of the story unfolds with each passing week. Yeah, it's definitely very creepy. They <laughs> have, like, the little, they have, like, those... I don't even know how to describe it. Like the little vents with like the steam that come up. Like it Ooh. looks like smoke. 
almost like in the counter gargoyles yeah like gargoyles weird paintings like it's it's a really cool spot to go in but like you know you're in there for like three seconds like you're not in there for a long time yeah i'm here for the haunted cookies so that's what our friend did he was like i'm getting this for my mom and my siblings tomorrow oh yeah we went before the day before mother's Day. yeah so he was you know he got a, a six pack for his family and i'm like man what a good son sixer <laughs> a sixer i know they do a morning they do a coffee cake one in the morning, so oh, maybe cool. till noon or yeah. something. I think they may open so it at sounds 10. Like and... No matter what time you go, maybe you could get a little something specialty. Yeah. But yeah, highly recommend. Yeah, it's cool. Put that on the list for July. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's excellent. It's, I think it's worth the... Well, if the you're, if you're planning it, on doing it, anything at Disney Springs is Wait, first go there, yeah. put your name in, and then you know do what you were there to do. And then if it lines up with when you get called, then great. Although I will say, so like right at 7.30, we were close to the door and there were people who were coming up and they were saying, how, how can we get in line for this? And they said, we're not taking any more mm-hmm. names. So they will cut it off eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. I, but I think we were close to closing. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah it was great. Yeah, it was but that's, that's pretty much hour. it. That was our, the brioche ice cream sandwich and the hot cookie hour were our <laughs> highlights at the Mickey short. I feel like theater. I need to get the brioche. Yeah. And a martini, <laughs> yeah. ice cream martini. Oh, double fist. I think, I think the brioche was the, the highlight for me. Did the brioche you like that more than Gideon's? It, they're very different, but mm-hmm. I, 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 I think that the brioche ice cream sandwich took the cake the for cake. my favorite thing I consumed. Hmm. Delicious. Yeah. Well, that pretty much was our trip. Yeah. So, all right. Well, last call? Yeah. Does anyone have any last call items? Oh, I have a last call. What's your last call? Come on, guys. Disney Plus. Muppets and Haunted Mansion. Oh, yeah, so what's exciting. this called? And I don't know that they released too much information about it. Do they have a or when it's coming out? Or I just saw a picture of Kermit I think, wearing the. I want to say the fall. Uh, yeah. This fall. This fall. Yeah. Yeah. This fall, it's coming out. So Miss Piggy's gonna murder him. <laughs> Maybe. Oh. There's a mysterious painting in the walls. You'll and have the, to the ask premise more. Is, the premise is the Muppets experience the haunted mansion attraction. I, love I believe is that. right. Yeah. I think, yeah. Okay, yeah. that was more of a question. Yeah. So it's a Halloween special with many celebrity cameos. Oh. Oh. Muppets Haunted Mansion will take place on Halloween night when Gonzo is challenged to spend one full night in the Haunted Mansion. I love Gonzo. it. Love it. Yes. That's I there. I like when he's with Gonzo. <laughs> I do too. Disney unveiled the Halloween special on Friday to help celebrate the Disney parks halfway to Halloween event. Boo bash. And announced the Halloween special were Gonzo and Pepe the King Prom. Pepe. Oh, I love Pepe too. Yeah, so I mean, that has to be coming out this Halloween season. Monsters at Work is coming out soon too. I'm Uh excited for that. Is that a uh, is is that a series? A small like? Mm -hmm. I think so. Mm -hmm. It's not a movie. I don't think. I'm going to top it off too. Something that I was very excited about the Catherine Last call? Last call. Or yeah. it off. Last call. Not top, I'm getting these all mixed up. <laughs> Me too. Space 220 was hiring people. Oh, yeah. I'm so excited yes. about you put this. put in your application? <laughs> I don't want to work there. I want to eat there. I'd like to be a space or not, please. <laughs> I'd like to blast off into employment. He's hired. You're hired, yeah. sir. Lord, it's just Gary Sinise. Yeah, you interview with Gary Sinise's face. <laughs> and you have no idea if you're doing well. Because it doesn't move. <laughs> How am I doing, Lieutenant Dan? <laughs> anyway, carry on. Oh no. Lots of good lots of good things coming. I would love to 
be able to eat there in July and do like a full. I feel like our podcast needs to do like a real review of that. We have been talking about it for years, literal yeah. years, yes, <laughs> literal years. So, all right. Any other last calls? I got. I got nothing. No. All right. No. Well, cheers, everyone. Cheers. cheers. Thank you for listening to WDW Happy Hour. Please like us on Facebook and feel free to follow us on Instagram and Twitter. If you enjoy the podcast, we encourage you to share by telling your friends and also writing a nice review on iTunes. Cheers.